0: check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. Lucy Cher lives in Michigan. In this interview, she describes the difficulty of working from home while also homeschooling a child with ADHD. At the time of this interview, the Black Lives Matter protests were going strong in Michigan. And she also voices concern that her babysitter had just attended a protest. And would that increase the exposure of her own family.
1: I've been in a world of mental health hurt. And I was like, I don't think I can tell a story right now, especially since I feel like I'm in such a privileged position w- with everything that's going on. And I just feel like an asshole. Like, oh, my life is so hard. You know, no, not really. But still, like I learned this from having cancer. Like, your struggle is still your struggle. Like, my girlfriends complaining about their boobs sagging is still a loss for them, even though they still have boobs. But at the same time, you want to be cognizant of the fact that really, like, this has not touched me negatively in very many practical ways, um, to be honest. And, like, we're fine. Um, And most of the people we know are also fine because most of the people we know are well-educated and well-employed and have savings. Now, does that mean it hasn't like been a bit of a mindfuck? Absolutely not, but whatever. I feel like I was in my car listening to NPR, and they were talking about a virus that was infecting a lot of people in China. And I thought that it sounded similar to like SARS or other viruses that have been fairly geographically um, pinpointed or, you know, like targeted, if you will. I mean, I was concerned, but I didn't think too much of it, to be honest. I was like, oh, that's terrible. How awful, whatever. Moving on with my day. And then it just like kind of snowballed from there. I remember I was scheduled to go to the YMCA or the YWCA Open Circle Luncheon because I was hosting a table. And that was March 13th. And um, the next day was March 14th. And I think that was the evening when, when my son went to a field trip in Lansing with like everybody. Um, And I, I remember thinking to myself, wow, this virus thing is really ramping up. Like, it sounds like we could be at risk. Like, is this really a good idea? Should we go? And I remember at that time, everybody was kind of, I did, I did go obviously because I was hosting a table and a lot of people were coming and they provided hand sanitizer and everything like that. And at that time we were still all kind of joking about it. Like not joking, but just kind of uncomfortable laughter coping mechanism. Like, Oh, we can't shake hands, but we can still hug, like hug, hug and turn your head away. And then, oh man, I breathe a sigh of relief after two weeks had passed from that event. Cause there was 600 people there. And I felt like, And my son went to this field trip the next day, and then they literally, the very evening that happened, I think, was when Whitmer went on the, did a press conference shutting things down. And I was like, holy shit, what did I do? (laughs) But I mean, we're really fortunate. It didn't come here, really. Like, there were no cases in West Michigan, or at least no reported, tested, documented, diagnosed, whatever, cases in West Michigan as of that time, really. I mean, I know there had to be people here, but nobody was diagnosed here yet. It's been interesting. I mean, it has had positive and negative effects, honestly. Ever since I had cancer, I've always tried really hard to find silver linings and have gratitude for the good that I can see. And also, to be honest, as a super privileged white person, not that big of an impact, really. Like, from a pure logistical perspective. We have weathered it as well as any family could, I feel like. Um, We have been healthy. My husband has continued to go to work every day because he's a federal prosecutor and he's like a criminal federal prosecutor and he's like the boss. So they sent home most of their staff, but a skeleton crew of like five people have been in the office, including him. So I've been working from home and homeschooling my children which is not something I ever would have signed up for. The last day of school is tomorrow. Um, And my son has ADHD and as do I. I found A, I couldn't take my ADHD meds because it would make me too like zoned in, in a way that I couldn't be when I needed to be available to my kids and I couldn't be focused for that long a time. And then it just made me irritable if I wasn't able to. So I have been not taking them at all for at least a month now, which sucks. And um, oh, here here oh. comes a child. Hello, I'm on a
0: call.
1: Okay, we will learn yeah. about the most dangerous potion, shampoo. Go away, shampoo lady. <laughs> That's my daughter. She's 11. So see, I'm losing track of my train of thought and this is, it's become completely impossible for me to focus. I at first was really concerned about my business um, because a good portion of my revenue still comes from assets under management. Less now than it used to because I've, I'm moving away from that model, but I've grandfathered in all my old clients. Um, and so I took like a 20 or 30% cut to revenue initially or at least that's what I was projecting. And then, you know, the markets have come back up, even though there's no basis for it whatsoever. <laughs> my husband and I have been trading off mornings working with my son. So that's been great. He's actually been taking time off so that he can stay home on Tuesdays and Thursdays to work with Will. Because we literally have to sit right next to him and like work with him. Whereas my daughter's pretty self-sufficient as far as I know. Yeah. I mean, it's just been sad um to be, Be isolated from people business has picked back up and I'm fortunate that I've brought on a lot of new clients actually and it's been fun I've been bringing on new clients who i have never even met in person some of them are in other states but many of them are right here and I've never met them in person but I still am getting to see people that way it's been really hard to be isolated from my parents We live a mile and a half from here and they moved here so that we could hang out and be together before, you know, they're in their mid to late 70s. So like in the remaining years of their lives, we have started, though, intentionally gathering on Zoom every Sunday night. And it's not just me and my parents and my sister. It's uh, a lot of our extended family on the East Coast as well, which has been really fun. But you know, we're trying to figure out how to keep everybody safe. Um, mm-hmm. My dad has a lot of underlying conditions that would make it really dangerous for him if he got the virus, and so my biggest concern has been infecting him um, because, like, we are the the risk in their lives. You know, they don't go out a lot; they don't see a lot of other people. Like just today, I, our babysitter, who I am very fond of. We have been, like, planning on having her work for us this whole summer, all this time. And she was our after-school babysitter. So we've been, like, kind of keeping the relationship with her and paying her and things like that, not to be tacky, and all this stuff. And then she was supposed to come back today, and she bailed at the last minute. And I was like, ah. But on the one hand, I, I know she's also looking for full-time work because we're not full-time, which I do get. Um, and on the other hand, I was kind of, it was a little bit of relief. And I've just decided to go with someone else um, because she went to the protests here. And there were 4,000 people there. And she I mean, and I, I really support the protests. And I, I support the reason behind it. And I love that she went. And I love that she's standing up for what she believes in. But there was a reason I wasn't at the protest. I personally consider it too much risk, even though it's outside, even though everybody's pretty much wearing masks. It's just like a lot of people all together. When she canceled at the last minute today, I was like, you know, know, we're gonna have to go another way, Um, which is weird and I feel bad. And I'm sure from her perspective, she's gonna be like, I got fired because I went to a protest and I don't want her to think that way. But like, I certainly hope she doesn't think that. But at the same time, like, it doesn't work, I don't think, for a family anymore. It's really scary because black and brown communities have been so disproportionately affected because systemic racism. And then I'm just really concerned that these protests are going to become mass spreading events. And I think the stock market right now is running on speculation and, I mean, if you think about the value of a stock, It's theoretically based on the present value of future cash flows. And we know that earnings for many of these companies are gonna be very depressed for a long time because of this. I mean, it depends on who you're invested in. You know, like if you're investing in some of those stay home type stocks or like cybersecurity, or it can make a difference, or like streaming services, those are types of things that are doing better right now um, than other stuff obviously, but a lot of our blue chip type stuff is really depressed, even still, and will continue to be and I, I, I mean, I don't like to try and predict the future, because we know that like the stock market isn't totally rational, right? Or it would be doing a lot worse than it is now. Um, but I don't think we're necessarily going to see a V shape recovery, like, as in like a quick dip down and back up. And we've kind of seen that now. But I suspect there may be more downs to come. So, I don't know, we'll see. I don't predict the future. And past performance is not indicative of future results. So we were always those people who were like, trampolines are dangerous. <laughs> Even though trampolines are like the most fun thing ever. And so uh, about a month into the stay home, when they were like, we're not going back to school this year. You guys are gonna be stuck at home for a while. We decided to order a gigantic trampoline for our yard. Um, So we have a 14 or 16 foot square trampoline in our yard now. And we've had that thing for maybe three weeks now, but in this world of kids always being on Fortnite or YouTube or Google Hangouts with their friends or whatever, it is like the thing that gets them outside Like Jane's sitting on it right now, social distancing with her best friend. They've been out there for hours Um, and it's just amazing and it's so much fun and it has brought a whole new element of play and joy to our family because like I get on there and play with the kids. Steve gets on there and plays with the kids. It's amazing and it's super fun and we never would have done it except for the pandemic. So I'm super grateful for that.
0: Thank you for listening. Subscribe so that you don't miss an interview. I interview multiple people a week and I am releasing these episodes as fast as I can. And if the story meant something to you, share it because it will probably mean something to someone else. Every time you share the project, it helps the project grow. So thank you. Until next time, stay safe, stay well.